0: fdny smart podcast is brought to you by the fdny foundation and its partners to educate kids about fire and life safety in new york city and beyond learn more about our mission and how you can help support new york's bravest at fdnyfoundation.org smart okay everyone are you ready one two three be Be fdny smart
1: T Sarah McShane and this is the FDNY Smart Podcast. With help from our student host Chloe, welcome everyone. We're bringing you our FDNY podcast that focuses on fire and life safety for kids. Thank you so much for joining us. Let's roll out and discover what life safety questions New York City kids have for us.
0: Today, we are going to talk about hands-only CPR. All around the Big Apple, we have FDNY smart kids asking smart questions. And in each episode, we want to answer your questions and help keep our communities safe. I'll ask the first question. In BTW, I'm Chloe, a third grader from Brooklyn. What is CPR? Should everyone know how to do it or should we just leave that to medical professionals like EMTs
2: or doctors? Hi, my name is Ashani. I'm a ninth grader from the Bronx. Is it easy to learn hands-only CPR? Do I have to put my mouth or someone else's mouth to do it?
0: Hi, my name is Manaya. I'm a ninth grader from the Bronx. When should somebody perform hands-on CPR?
1: In what sort of emergency? And could it save somebody's life? I'm Maria. I'm a ninth grader from the Bronx. What's an AED? What is it used for? Thank you so much for the questions, kids. Let's start off with Chloe's question. CPR is short for cardiopulmonary resuscitation. While that's a complicated name, its purpose is simple. It's a life-saving technique that is useful in many types of emergencies. When someone's heart stops, it's absolutely critical that someone helps that person as quickly as possible because CPR is needed immediately. CPR forces blood to continue pumping to vital organs, like your brain. The brain needs blood! And Chloe, while it's an essential skill for trained medical professionals like EMTs, paramedics, firefighters, nurses, and doctors to know advanced methods of CPR, it's equally important for all of us to be able to act quickly in an emergency. In fact, hands-only CPR is the simplest method for non-medical professionals to learn and can make a big difference in helping to save someone who's in trouble.
0: That sounds like an important skill to know, but can someone as young as me do hands-only CPR?
1: Great question, Chloe. Really, anyone can do hands-only CPR. But it's typically not until you are nine years old that you are strong enough to complete hard and fast chest compressions on an adult. That's what really makes the difference. So it's not about age. It's about strength and ability. But even people who don't have the physical ability to do hands-only CPR can help tremendously by calling 911 immediately and directing someone that's bigger or stronger to do the compressions. Just recognizing when someone is in trouble and knowing what needs to be done can make a difference.
0: So you have to have strength to do hands-only CPR, but everyone can still learn about the skill and why it's
1: important. That's right, Chloe. And now for more information about hands-only CPR, here's EMT Elvis Velez from the FDNY CPR team. Hi, Sarah and Chloe. First, like any emergency, call 911. Dispatchers are highly trained and can provide instructions on when and how to perform hands-only CPR until first responders arrive. Second, practice before there's an emergency. Placing your hands on someone's chest and pushing down hard and fast will help keep oxygen moving. Those first few seconds really make a difference. Third, when you are performing hands-only CPR, remember to keep the beat of this song. Push down with the beat Push hard and fast with the beat. You see, Chloe, it's not that hard. You too can learn CPR.
0: Mm -hmm. That is a catchy song. You know, these would work too. Hard and fast and with the beat got it thanks EMT Velez and now let's join Sarah at an FTNY hands only CPR class in the Bronx
1: welcome to class so
2: you guys got to be
1: FTNY EMTs and paramedics train the public on hands only CPR all over the city
2: shot goodbye I'm going
0: to shot
1: And today, we joined the FDNY CPR team at the Marie Curie High School in the Bronx. Are you okay? With me is paramedic Silvana Uscargi, and our first question came from Ashani, who is learning CPR
2: for the first
1: time today. Ashani asked,
2: Is it easy to learn hands-only CPR? Do I have to put my mouth to someone else's mouth to do it? We make it easier all the time. Now we don't have to do mouth-to-mouth anymore. What we're teaching is how to do compression only CPR. So that way you're not exposing yourself to any bodily fluids and you're still saving a life.
1: So Savannah, we in EMS talk a lot about the chain of survival and how the sooner the patient in cardiac arrest gets help, the better the chances of survival. In class, students are taught to direct someone to call 911 while they begin CPR.
2: You should activate 911 immediately, as soon as you recognize that this person needs CPR. The quicker you let us know, the quicker we're gonna get there.
1: We know anyone that is physically capable can perform hands-only
2: CPR. As long as they're physically able, absolutely. Now, if you're not very strong, if you don't have upper body strength, if you have any problems, a broken arm or a broken wrist, it's gonna be very hard. But with the adrenaline, you're gonna be able to do things that you never thought you could
1: it looks like the correct placement for your hands is right in the middle
2: of the chest. Correct, the proper placement will be, I go by the nipple line. That's the perfect spot to do CPR. That's the middle of the chest. There's one nipple in the left, one nipple in the right, and there's a line in between. That's where I put the heel of my hands. It's placing your hands on top of the middle of the chest by locking your elbows and using your body weight to perform the compressions. Now, when you're using your body weight, you're actually pressing harder than if you were just using your arms. So it makes it a lot easier, and that's what we're trying to teach everybody, the correct position so you can actually perform correct compressions at the right depth. As long as you can do that, you will be able to do CPR.
1: Here in class, students actually get to practice compressions on a mannequin, so they can really get the feel of how hard and fast they need to do compressions. It's a pretty fast beat, right?
2: Yes, we're supposed to do 100 to 120 compressions per minute. What's important when you're doing compressions is the depth, the depth and the rate. If you're going too fast, the chest is not going to be able to recoil. So blood is not going to circulate, and that's not what we want. We want you to let the chest recoil and then press again. So it's going to be fast, but not too fast, and deep, but not too deep. That's why we show it. That's why we have mannequins and we go hand on hand with the students so they can learn how to do it properly.
1: Can you explain how CPR is actually manually pumping the heart until it can beat again on its
2: own? We still have oxygenated blood. Of course, heart stopped working, so it's not pumping anymore. So what we're doing is manually forcing the heart to pump that oxygenated blood back to the main organs. And that's what you're doing when you start doing CPR right away.
1: Learning this skill can keep someone's heart pumping until help arrives and can certainly help save a life.
2: In the chain of survival, that first responder, they jump into action. That's the person that's gonna give this patient the chance of survival. By the time we get there, this person's blood has been circulating manually thanks to you. So it definitely will increase the chances of survival. You have the chance to make a difference in someone's life. Just jump and take action. This is
1: great information. Thank you so much for allowing us to observe your class in action. Thank you. We're heading back to the studio. Thanks, Paramedic
0: Utskari. Thanks, Sarah. I get it now. Calling 911 and starting CPR as quickly as possible can really help save a life. And if you're a small like me, you could always direct an adult if you can't manage the hard and fast compressions. I'm learning a lot. And now, a message from the FDNY Foundation.
1: On behalf of the FDNY Foundation, we thank you for listening to the FDNY Smart Podcast. In New York City, the Foundation offers free hands-only CPR classes to high school students through the innovative B911 Teens Take Heart CPR program. So far, the FDNY CPR team has trained more than 100,000 students in hands-only CPR. Learn more about our lifesaving initiatives at fdnyfoundation.org forward slash smart. Now, back to the episode.
0: Now it's that time you've all been waiting for. An exciting moment in our episodes. Do-do-do-do. It's now time for our FDNY Smart Drill Period.
1: Let's go do these drills. (laughs) Drills are my favorite part too, Chloe. Here at the FDNY, we are constantly drilling. We practice using scenarios in a controlled setting that are similar to emergencies we encounter in real life. Drilling makes sure that when we have a real emergency, we have a plan in place to tackle any problem. Just like if you want to be a better tennis player, you have to practice your strokes. It's time for our FDNY smart drill period. Let's go. Earlier, Minaya asked, When should somebody perform hands-on CPR? In what sort of emergency? And could it save somebody's life? In this drill, the Millers, our plucky FDNY smart family from Staten Island, helps illustrate how important it is to react properly if someone near you goes into cardiac arrest. The Millers are spending the day at their favorite shopping mall. Everyone is having a great time until a man walking in front of them grabs his chest and collapses to the floor. His family says he had been complaining of chest pain and rushed to his aid. They discover he is unresponsive. Another shopper runs to alert mall security and they wait anxiously for help to arrive. Uh Uh-oh, is he going to be okay? Well, Chloe, we aren't sure. But we do know that if bystanders, like the Millers, or others nearby started performing CPR immediately, his chances of survival would be a lot better. Let's run this scenario again. The Millers are spending the day at their favorite shopping mall. Everyone is having a great time until a man, walking in front of them, grabs his chest in pain and collapses to the floor and is unresponsive. Mr. Miller immediately tells his kids to call 911 and find an AED. Since Mr. Miller recently took a hands-only CPR class at work, he recognizes the signs of someone in cardiac arrest. With help from the 911 dispatcher, who instructs everyone on what to do, he begins performing hands-only CPR. When EMS arrive a few minutes later, they use CPR and an AED to restore his heart rhythm and take him to the hospital for further treatment. The EMTs praise the Millers for keeping his heart pumping, which will increase his chances for survival. Way to go, Millers! Those Millers are
0: always helping us learn to make a difference. You know, Sarah, this reminds me of Maria's question.
1: What's an AED? What is it used for? Great question, Maria. AED stands for Automated External Defibrillator and it's a portable medical device that can help the heart reestablish its rhythm. It's an important tool that can make hands-only CPR that much more effective. These days, AEDs can be found in most public places and are usually marked with the word AED and a heart with a lightning bolt. Though an AED is simple to use, it's best used by adults. Still, it's important for kids to know what they look like and where they're found. So look around and see if you can spot them.
0: We can all help in so many ways. Calling 911, spotting the AED, and if we aren't physically able to, directing someone that's able to do hands-only CPR right away. If we all did this, it would help so many people.
1: That's right, Chloe. With millions of children and adults in New York City, the FDNY works hard every day to ensure our safety, and we can all help out. Everyone listening has the power to help those that live, work, and visit the city keep safe. You make a difference. Thank you for listening to our FDNY Smart Podcast. Thanks to the students from the Bronx, Ashani, Manaya and Maria and our student host Chloe you're quite welcome follow our fire and life safety mascots hot dog and siren on social media and check out our website at fdnysmart.org for more safety tips I'm EMT Sarah McShane until next time be safe take it from here Chloe
0: the FDNY Smart Podcast is an initiative from the FDNY Foundation and its partners To learn more and how you can support our educational efforts, go to fdnyfoundation.org slash smart. Remember, be FDNY smart.